It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti back with you guys here on the Tuesday. Hope you guys are having a good week. And we are going to discuss a little bit of snap counts, try to talk about how the Panthers or how this uh, quote-unquote new coaching staff kind of utilized the players in their first game since Ron Rivera. We'll look at that and we'll also look at the draft positioning here, where the Panthers stand and kind of their competition as far as how high they can get to and things like that. But before we get into that, I want to Remind you guys that today's episode is brought to you by Casper. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory phones for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. Get $100 toward select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash locked on NFL and using locked NFL at checkout. Terms and conditions do apply. And if you can't visit Casper right now, you can find this and all other offers from Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcast.com slash offers. Let's talk about snap counts here from week 14 against the Atlanta Falcons. The first. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. The first week without Ron Rivera, so interesting to see how he would have used all these players. And as we start to look at the offense, there were 71 offensive snaps played for the Panthers, and six players played all 70 snaps. And those, of course, were the five offensive linemen and quarterback Kyle Allen. That was Dennis Daly, Taylor Moten, Darrell Williams, Matt Paradis, and Trey Turner. So you saw a lot of Dennis Daly there at left tackle, starting to get him some experience. Obviously, there were plenty of moments where he struggled quite a bit, but at least he's just gaining those reps, and uh, the Panthers are able to just kind of see what they have with Dennis Daly. Those guys played 71 offensive snaps. Then DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey played 70 of the 71 snaps. You figure the one snap, of course, for McCaffrey was very early in the game when Reggie Bonifant, because if, if I recall correctly, I don't think McCaffrey was on the field for that play when Bonifant got the carry. But 70 out of the 71 for DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey. Curtis Samuel played 65 of the 71 snaps. Ian Thomas, first full game without Greg Olson since his injury, or first full game not having Greg Olson, I should say. Ian Thomas playing 61 of the 71 snaps. It's about 86%. Jairus Wright played 59 snaps. That's about 83%. 
And those were really the big hitters on offense because no one else played more than a quarter of the offensive snaps. Chris Manhurt saw 17 snaps. Alex Arma saw just five snaps. DeAndre White saw four snaps. Brandon Zilstra played two snaps. And Reggie Bonifant played two snaps. And the notes they have here, Ian Thomas played 86% of the snaps, a new season high with Greg Olson inactive. Thomas had five receptions for 57 yards and a touchdown. Chris Manhurts played 24% of the snaps, while Alex Arma played 7%. And DeAndre White, Brandon Zilstra, and Reggie Bonifant combined for eight snaps. On defense, there were 72 defensive snaps for the Panthers, and five players played all 72 of them. They were, of course, the four players in the secondary, no surprise there, Bradbury, Reed, Jackson, and Boston. And Shaq Thompson, first game since signing that big contract, also played every single defensive snap. Luke Keekley only missed two snaps. He played 70 of the 72 snaps. Then it was 55 snaps for Bruce Irvin, 52 for Vernon Butler, 51 for Gerald McCoy, 50 for Mario Addison, and 40 snaps for Ross Cockrell. And those are the guys that played at least half of the of the defensive snaps. Then it was 34 snaps for Brian Burns. So at least he's back up to about half the snaps, which is certainly more than we had seen in the last couple of weeks. Kyle Love played 30 snaps. Wes Horton saw 20. F.A. Obada saw 17 snaps. Marquise Haynes played 11. And Jermaine Carter saw two snaps. And then the notes that uh, the Panthers wrote on the snaps for the defense. Vernon Butler played 52 defensive snaps and nine special team snaps, a new season high for him. And he posted his career best fifth sack of the season. Brian Burns played 34 snaps, his most since week eight against Tennessee. He had, actually, or actually I should say week nine against Tennessee. He had two tackles and a quarterback hurry. And Wes Horton played 20 snaps, his most since re-signing with Carolina this season. And then Colin Jones continuing to lead the way with special team snaps with 30. 20 for Andre Smith, 19 for Jordan Kudasik, 17 for Mike Davis, 16 for Cole Luke, 14 for Javion Elliott, 11 for Greg Dortch, 10 for Michael Pilardi, 8 for J.J. Jansen, 7 for Joey Sly, 4 for Garrett McGinn, and 4 for Tyler Larson. And those are the guys that strictly played special teams. So those are the snap counts for the Panthers from week 14 against the Falcons. And another quick news, Perry Fuel did come out on Monday and said that Kyle Allen will start again at quarterback in week 15 when the Panthers take on the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, at this point... You know, you wonder if Will Greer is going to get time as the starter, but for now, it will still be uh, will still be Kyle Allen going at it. So, it'll be interesting to see how much longer Kyle Allen goes, and if they even make the move to uh, to Will Greer over the next three weeks. So that's something to to keep an eye on. Over the final weeks, we talked about if Will Greer was going to get a shot, but you know it's it's tough. And we we talked about how the coaches discussed how 
their game plan is just to seemingly keep the starters in there. If they want to integrate the young guys in more, they will. But for now, Kyle Allen uh, still the guy. Uh, let's talk about the draft positioning too right now. Let's chat a little bit. bit chat a little bit about that. <laughs> Excuse me. As uh, with three weeks, of course, to go in the season, and the Panthers, we know are now officially eliminated from the playoffs. So now it's all about where the Panthers will land in the draft order. Right now, the Panthers sit with the 12th pick overall in the draft. Uh, they actually have the strongest strength of schedule. And similar to last year, when they were paired with a bunch of 7-9 and nine teams, but they, I believe, had the highest strength of schedule among those among those teams as well. So similar situation to where they're at right now. There's four teams in the league right now that are sitting at five and eight, and the Panthers have the toughest schedule among the four. Those teams being the Jets, who right now sit at the ninth spot, the Chargers at 10, Broncos 11, and then the Panthers sitting in the 12th spot. So it's still obviously possible that the Panthers can move their way into the top 10 in the draft. And remember, uh, we know the Falcons are... The Falcons are right there uh, the, at 4-9, right behind the Panthers. The Jaguars are 4-9, and I know the Jaguars definitely have an easier schedule. The Falcons, of course, are pretty close to the Panthers, but the Jaguars are definitely uh, would definitely be ahead of the of the Panthers. So, um, so actually, I take I take that back. The Jaguars wouldn't would still be sitting ahead of the Panthers. Uh, so the Jaguars would likely have to finish with a, a better record. But, you know, again, with the Jets and Chargers both in the top 10 and the Panthers having the same record as them, top 10 pick right now is certainly not out of the question for the Panthers. Uh, the Jets are likely to lose this week, though, because they are playing the Ravens on Thursday night. And then the Chargers have the Vikings on Sunday, and then if, as we look at the remainder of those teams' schedules, and then Denver, of course, has Kansas City in Week 15. So probably going to be tough to uh, move ahead of those teams in the draft order this week. Then you go into Week 16, where we see, and actually, keep in mind, and going back to the Jaguars and Falcons, quick, they still have to play each other. In week 16, so somebody at least is going to get to five wins, and uh, you know maybe more if one of those two teams wins this week. Jacksonville has Oakland, Atlanta probably losing to San Francisco, but they but the Jags and Falcons do meet in week 16. So chance for uh, chance for the Panthers to gain some ground on them a little bit in terms of moving up the draft board, and then the other teams, like I said, that they're tied with at five and eight. Jets are home against the Steelers in Week 16. The Chargers are home against the Raiders. And then the Broncos are home against the Lions. So that's their Week 16 schedule. And then Week 17, it is the uh, well. The Jaguars are home against the Colts. The Falcons, of course, have the Buccaneers since the Saints and the Panthers are meeting. But the, uh, the the Chargers are at Kansas City, week seventeen. The uh, as we scroll through the Raiders, or excuse me, the Broncos are home against the Raiders, 
and then the Jets have the Bills. So, a lot of games that these teams are probably going to lose. So, um, you know, it's, again, it's not difficult that the Panthers move into the top 10, but certainly are going to need a little bit of help from some of these other teams that are 5-8. And, and again, the, Fal- the fact that the, the Jaguars and the Falcons both play or still play each other in Week 16 is going to help the Panthers draft positioning a little bit if, of course, they continue to lose. And, again, looking at their next three games, I mean, it's entirely possible that the Panthers lose their final three games, finish at 5-11, and 11, and that probably gets them a top-10 pick. In terms of players that are going to be available, I mean, we've talked a couple times about Grant Delpit and Christian Fulton, uh, the, the defensive backs out of LSU. You know, maybe, I don't know if they're going to go wide receiver, but certainly a lot of good wide receivers in this class. Uh, and even just in terms of the whole draft, and I'll be writing a little bit about this on Panthers Wire at some point, but interior offensive line, they'll probably be looking. And again, free agency obviously is going to dictate a lot of this too. But interior offensive line is definitely going to be a need. Uh, I, th- I think defensive tackle is no doubt a need. Maybe you get another edge in there, another linebacker in there, and you fix up the secondary. There's a, there's a few holes that the Panthers have to try to fill up between free agency and the draft. But um, even safety, you know, safety is another position they can look look to improve on. Uh, Got to get somebody long-term in there, I think, in place of Trey Boston. You know, and again, that's where someone like Grant Delpit comes into play, and the Panthers now could be in a position where, they could strike for Grant Delpit. And, you know, even if they have to move up a little bit, they probably won't have to move up too far to uh, to get Grant Delpit. So, so it's certainly going to be interesting how the Panthers kind of attack this over the next couple months, and we'll certainly keep an eye on some of these prospects. I will be at the Senior Bowl next month, and I can't wait to be there to get my eye on some of these prospects, and then hopefully I'll be at the Combine again in Indianapolis in February. So a lot to look forward to with draft season. Basically just about ready to start, because again, at 5-8, and eight, we're starting to look ahead. we got three weeks left in the season, so draft season's pretty much here, and it's, uh, it's an exciting time. So hope you guys are ready for the run as well. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, real quick, want to shout out another of our great sponsors here, our friends over at Spotify. want to remind you that Spotify has their uh, Spotify wrapped, and you can use that if you're a Spotify listener. Use the Spotify wrapped to show us your top Locked On podcast for the year. Take a screenshot and tag us at Locked On Live on Twitter, and we will share and 
retweet. And again, you can do it with podcasts, you can do it with music, a lot of good stuff that Spotify is doing there. So again, that's Spotify wrapped if you are a Spotify listener. But again, quick news, Kyle Allen once again will start for the Panthers in uh, in week 15 against the Seahawks. And we'll, of course, start diving into that this week. Hopefully we'll have the crossover again this week with the with the guys over at Locked on Seahawks. And you figure the Seahawks are going to be a little bit angry, I would think, after the offense was pretty sluggish on Sunday against the Rams, uh, failing to uh, clinch a playoff spot, at least at this point. I mean, chances are the Seahawks are going to be in the playoffs anyway. They just had a chance to do it on Sunday, and they didn't do it. But you know the Seahawks are going to be ready to go on Sunday, and it's just a matter of can that Panthers defense figure out something, figure out some way to stop Russell Wilson and kind of slow that offense down. Unfortunately, of course, Seattle will be without Rashad Penny now, who is done for the year with a torn ACL. Obviously, really unfortunate for Penny. Uh, for one, just in terms of the timing, because it's December. You know, Obviously, ACL recoveries have been a lot faster than they have been in the past. So sounds like Penny might be ready for training camp. But just the fact, too, that Penny was really starting to come along in recent weeks, you know, really creating that one-two punch with Chris Carson, really starting to turn into the running back that the Seahawks were hoping they were getting uh, a couple years ago when they took him in the first round. So really unfortunate to see him go down like that. But uh, Chris Carson will continue to shoulder the load there. And, uh, you know, it's it's still going to be a tough go, I think, for the Seahawks. We'll certainly talk about it more, hopefully, with uh, the boys over at Locked On Seahawks. So that's something to look forward to. But with that, I think we're going to get out of here. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in, as always. Really appreciate it. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti, R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Follow the podcast on Spotify, uh, Apple, Google, wherever you listen to your podcast. We are there. And until next time, keep it locked here on LOP. And until next time, take care, my friends. We'll see you soon. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.